This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Services. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567, or you can always visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of useful information on our website, including our radio page. You can check out all, all of our past shows and to subscribe to our program on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, when it comes to preparing for retirement, the marketing materials that we're all bombarded with on a daily basis almost always depict a life of complete leisure and relaxation. Travel, reading a mystery novel while laying in a hammock, cannonballs in the pool with the grandkids. I think you all know the kind of ads I'm talking about. An increasing number of folks that I work with are telling me that they're interested in slowing down with their career, but not giving it up entirely. In some cases, it's because they want the income, and in other cases, it's simply because they're in good health and are worried that a full retirement may leave them bored and restless. So during today's show, we're going to highlight some of the ways that you may be able to slow down a bit once you hit that retirement age without completely leaving the world of work. And as always, I'm joined by my famous co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to get us going on this topic today. Uh, infamous is at best. In- infamous <laughs> is be- at best. So um, I can't say, I can't even say it at this point, um, let alone being famous. But what an introduction. It sounds like you've got a great topic. And I don't care if I semi-retire, I'm still going to keep doing the show with you as long as my voice holds out, Nick. I love doing I sure the show so. each week. You better be around. A lot of great information <laughs> each week on your show, Nick. And it's fun for me to be here. I've had a great week. Everything's going well. How about you? What's going on over there? Yeah, we've been very, very busy with uh, normal client meetings and client events. Uh, year-end tax planning uh, is also obviously a big topic. So things have been good for us. Well, that's awesome. I know it's uh, the end of the year gets busy for you, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. I, part of the part of the business for sure. Yeah. I think people, you know, they, they think, okay, year at, before the year is officially over, do I need to do anything with my finances that might affect my taxes for this year or, uh, you know, things like that. Or people are like, hey, starting next year, I want to uh, get a good financial plan in place or I want to save money for this or I want to invest in this. So I, I know uh, people come out of the woodwork to meet with you, but I know you always set aside a few slots each week for our listeners if they want to call and set up that consultation. Uh, What's that number again? 541-773-9567, Tony. All right. And you know what? You know, I think the idea of semi-retirement is very common right now. It's a huge trend. And I think health and vitality, longevity, people are living longer and longer. I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, compared to, say, my grandparents or great-grandparents' generation, it seems like a lot of today's 60 and 70-somethings are heading into retirement with more energy and excitement. Don't you think that? 
Oh, that's exactly true, Tony. You know, and the decision to move forward with a part-time rather than full retirement often comes down to dollars and cents, you know, particularly for people whose only source of reliable retirement income is Social Security. But again, it's often not just about the money. Okay, and so um, a recent study that I read actually highlighted that 31% of retired women and 40% of retired men said that they work part-time simply because they want to. And as life expectancies increase, like you just mentioned, you know, it's nudged many people to change how they think about retirement. For some, you know, the idea of retiring at 65, let's say, and then living another 20 to 25 years with much less to do every day than when they worked is simply unappealing. Well, yeah, that's true. It is. And I think that hits home because I know there are people out there who can't wait to retire because they're burned out at their job or they're looking for a break. But I think a lot of people nowadays genuinely enjoy what they do and find purpose in it. And not only that, a lot of people enjoy the social aspect, engaging with their coworkers. So uh, once you're retired, I think a lot of people find fewer opportunities for socialization. And that may be another reason to look at semi-retirement. That, that is correct. You know, and health ob- obviously plays a large role here, Tony. Um, but think of this, you know, I, I, I also saw a recent stat li- lately that said that 75% um, of retirees said that their health was so good that they didn't have any restrictions, okay, when it comes to the kind of work that they could do still in retirement. And I think that tells us just uh, a lot about how retirement has changed and is changing for sure. Um Because when it comes down to working during your semi-retirement years, you know, moving into a part-time role is probably the easiest step. And so I've often talked to our clients about having a conversation with their current employers to gauge the interest in keeping you on as a a part-time staff member with reduced hours and benefits. I mean, today is an employee's market, Tony. I mean, so many job openings um, are, are around and still currently here. And so your employer most likely is going to want you to stay for as long as possible uh, during this tough, you know, um, uh, bout of, ec- uh, of, of recent economic activity, right? Yeah. I, I read in the newspaper just this morning that there are over 10 million open jobs I know, in the, uni- crazy in the think, United right? States. <laughs> In the United States. Amazing. Amazing number, and, for sure. And that we have the lowest ever unemployment since the 60s. It's it's lower lower than it has been since the 60s, unemployment. So, well, you know, Tony, so, too, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I've talked to many of my clients and, and the ones that think, you know, I think I'll go back and work a little bit part-time. Many times they get kind of pushed into working full-time because there's just simply so many jobs yeah, available. Yeah, right? people are desperate. Companies are desperate. And I think a lot of businesses and organizations are going to be willing to be flexible in order to keep an employee that has significant skills and experience on the payroll too. Definitely, definitely. Um, And alternatively though, Tony, you know, another way to use your experience is to become a consultant. And many companies are constantly on the lookout for someone who can come in on a temporary or part-time basis to help on projects, redesigns, and more. And you know, the best part for somebody that's a consultant is that they get to set their own hours and work days. And so, you know, if you're if you're interested in that type of work, a consulting work, you definitely want to make sure that you don't have any active non-compete contracts with your current or former employers, um, because that often will be a barrier to working as a consultant. Yeah, true. Uh, I can see where it would be. 
And, and so that's really, really important. And, uh, you know, I think that it's a good time to remind our listeners right now, Nick, that if they are nearing retirement and they're considering maybe continuing to work or work part time or be a consultant, they should work closely with a financial services professional like yourself to devise a strategy that's going to utilize that income they'll continue to make while also providing the flexibility that, you know, if they reach that point where they want to fully retire, that they can do so. Very, very good point there, Tony, for sure. Income planning um, with part-time work is a huge, huge yeah. thing to think about yeah, in retirement, you know, and, and um, another way to continue working a little in retirement while calling your own shots is to start a small business. Okay. And don't disregard the idea that, you might be able to take a passion of yours that you've had throughout your whole life, um, maybe a hobby, and turn it into a moneymaker. I mean, whether it's something like giving golf lessons or, or scuba diving lessons uh, during the summer, for instance, or putting your carpentry skills to work, um, there's a number of really good options out there that could keep you engaged while also putting a few bucks into your pocket. Well, good point, Nick. I think for a lot of people, the goal of maybe working part-time in retirement is maybe more about engagement than it is the money. So utilizing a favorite hobby, that seems like a good solution. Yeah. And Tony, you know, I'd like to make one final point on that topic. Um, you know, if you're pondering a semi-retirement, make sure you sit down with your financial services professional to adequately address, you know, its potential impact on, right, your income, your taxes, social security, and healthcare plans. Um, because it's just so important to consider all of those things when you start thinking about part-time employment. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that makes a big, big difference. Now, we should probably take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before the break? Well, sure. As always, listeners, please feel free to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or you can give us a call anytime at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any questions um, or, or answer any of your concerns that you have about your path to retirement. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Nick Jones and Jones Financial Talk right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, I'd really encourage you just to go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while you're on the website, there's lots of great information there. You can even click on our radio page to check out our past shows or to subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, during our show today, we've been discussing how you may be able to embrace part-time rather than full-time retirement. So, so that you can stay engaged and continue generating income. Now, with regard to the conversations I've had with my own clients, you know, part-time retirement has become increasingly more popular for many reasons lately. Well, it has. And I, I hear more and more people doing this. And I think, again, uh, longevity seems to be a big part of it. We talked a little bit about that, but I know our listeners are taking away some great info and tips today. What do you have next for us? 
Well, sure, Tony. You know, in addition to conversations with clients about semi-retirement, I've also spoken to many who take advantage of seasonal employment opportunities. Um, You know, working seasonally allows you to make some extra money while fully controlling when, how, and where you work. And so that's a a great option. And, And, you know, the first tip I'd give to you is consider a customer service job. Okay. For instance, you know, during the holidays, um, many retailers need additional help manning the phones to answer customer questions and to deal with complaints. And so customer service roles are, are sometimes remote even, uh, which means you might not even need to leave the comforts of your own home to do, uh, you know, a job like that for an employer. Right. Yeah. And that there you go. And uh, working with customers over the phone, though, I think can be a tough gig. But hey, doing it from home would make the whole thing a lot easier, right? <laughs> it sure would. It sure would. And, you know, in this age of, uh, you know, changes that we've had from, um, you know, virtual settings, I mean, it's it's a lot easier yeah. to do things from home, yeah. you know, via phone or, or Zoom. And, and now, Tony, you know, speaking of retailers during the holidays, many also need temporary workers in the physical store to do things like stock the shelves and work cash registers and, and help customers find items. And, and, and now that pace is probably going to be pretty hectic though. Um, you know, that's the kind of job that, um, you can work for, for several weeks and maybe make a good hourly wage. And then once the holidays, you know, are over, you can go right back to your slower paced retirement. And so that becomes attractive for many. Now, outside of the holidays, um, you know, there's many other options, right? Like resorts that, uh, uh, provide ample opportunity for seasonal work. There's golf courses, for example, that often need extra employees in the summertime to help with maintenance tasks and serving food and and working in the clubhouse. So uh, just lots of really good opportunities out there for for many of our listeners to consider. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's smart. Uh, If you're a retiree, uh, I I know this couple. And if you're a retiree who enjoys the RV lifestyle, do what they do. They spend their summers working at a tourist-friendly facility during the summer, during the peak tourist season, and then they take their RV and hit the road at their own pace after Labor Day. And I think that's another strategy people could use. They earn money at a tourist spot that they like during the summer, and then they hit the hit the road with their RV after that. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. You know, it, it allows you to take the time that you want to do the things that you need to do, but also, you know, in that, in that high season, be able to help, right. And uh, make a little extra income. And so um, I think that's a great idea. Um, now package delivery is another uh, very popular part-time gig and whether it's delivering packages for Amazon or groceries through Instacart, these jobs typically offer flexibility with decent pay uh, while getting you up and out of the house for a few hours each day. Yeah, and that's that's it, getting up and out of the house. I think that's great. And a uh, delivery driver, that's a great one because when I think about all the number of deliveries, I mean, tons of deliveries I see every day to the houses on my cul-de-sac and in my neighborhood. I mean, it used to be the UPS truck when it turned down our cul-de-sac. We only have eight houses on our street and it's not a through street. So you'd always we'd always be standing around going, oh, who's got the package today? And they'd make a stop at somebody's house. And we're like, oh, Dan, across the street, got a package today. And then the truck would leave. Now, when it comes for the last year or so, uh, it hits every house. Everybody's getting packages every I mean, every it's, day. It's it's just changed the, yeah. you know, the, the, that, that storefront drastically, right? I mean, we can get just about anything brought right to our doors now, yeah. whether it's, you know, a pair of shoes, a bag of groceries, or even dinner, right, for tonight. And so um, I think it's a, a very good point. Now, 
you know, if being outside under the warm sunshine is appealing to you, then you may want to consider a few weeks working in an orchard, for instance. And this could happen easily here in the Rogue Valley. Um, because we have many situations where when a, a crop is ripe, uh, orchards are generally in need of several temporary employees. And uh, although that work may be strenuous, you're going to be outside, you're going to be getting exercise and engaging with others. And so that's just obviously an added bonus uh, to be able to enjoy the outdoors. Right. And I think that's a good one. I mean, uh, my comment about the RVing lifestyle er earlier aligns well with this one. I mean, personally, there's something appealing about driving to some of the most beautiful locations in the country and spend a few weeks earning some money picking fruit or doing something like that. Definitely, definitely. And the other thing, Tony, is I've got multiple clients that love to get behind the wheel and still drive. And there's so many work opportunities for drivers. Um, and that could be a great option for people, right? I mean, there's lots of things that happen uh, throughout the year, maybe uh, prom events or, or uh, wedding seasons when you might want to... Uh, help drive in that situation. Um, obviously, if you're doing it for for hire, then you need to keep in mind that you need to have a chauffeur's license for that. Um, and then another huge opportunity, which I know everybody has heard a lot about lately, is driving a school bus. Okay. And I mean, obviously, as this pandemic has has kind of messed things up in the last like 18 months to two years, school districts across the country are facing significant driver shortages and are actively always recruiting people. And so if driving on a, a regular, you know, daily route um, doesn't appeal you though, appeal to you though, um, you may want to explore driving for special events like field trips or sporting events because they're always in need of somebody for those specific types of situations. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a really good point. And I know in some cases, if you do drive uh, kids to a field trip or a zoo or a museum, you also get a ticket to go inside. And that's a lot of fun. So that's a perk there. Definitely. For sure it is. And, you know, I, I know that um, um, our, our listeners will probably be really appealed to the next topic, national parks. And uh, as you can imagine, you know, our country's incredible national parks are extremely busy in the summertime. I mean, we've got Crater Lake here to the north of us. And, you know, if you have uh, a degree in the sciences or just an interest, you may be able to get a seasonal job out in the field at a park like that. And um, but even if you don't have any kind of a degree in that, uh, you may still be able to find work, um, you know, at a park hotel or a park restaurant or shop um, in those specific areas. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I think that that makes a huge uh, difference. Speaking personally, spending the summer working in a national park, regardless of the job, sounds like a blast. For sure. And I mean, we've talked a lot about this on our show, but you really want to do things that you're going to enjoy. It's 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 your opportunity to choose what you like. Right. right. And um, that, that's the whole plan here. And so, you know, many of my older clients love spending time out in the garden, which means you know, that working at a nursery may be a, uh, a terrific part-time job option. Um, many nurseries are in need um, of temporary workers in the spring and the summer, another good time of year to be out, obviously. So, you know, if you have a green thumb and you enjoy working directly with people, you should definitely put that one on your list of possibilities as well. Yeah, that sounds like a really good one. And I think it just about every town, even some small ones, have some kind of nursery that you could work at. Definitely they do. You know, uh, we've got tons here in the in the Rogue Valley, as you probably uh, could imagine. And, um, you know, if you want a little more strenuous work, maybe lawn care uh, would actually be another option for people to consider. This one is also obviously available mostly in the spring and the summer times. Um, 
and it's going to allow you to get outside and exercise while engaging with other people. Uh, now, this type of work is obviously kind of probably going to be the uh, most physically uh, demanding, right? But the pay is usually pretty competitive. Um, and that's obviously in, and certainly can help your retirement budget if that's something that you need. Well, yeah, and you got to look at that retirement budget. You just brought something up. And to get a budget in place, a retirement income plan in place, uh, to have an overall comprehensive plan, all our listeners need to do is pick up the phone, give you a call, set up that consultation or go online. And before we take this break, why don't you let them know how they can do that? Sure. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, there's lots of um, great ways that you can request our services on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or as always, you can just give us a call at 541-773-9567. All right. Hey, that sounds good. And let's jump right back into the show. I mean, during our show today, we've been talking about some of the ways that you can enjoy a semi-retirement instead of a full retirement. And I think as a lot of people out there hit retirement age or get closer, they're in good health and they have plenty of energy. So maybe they want to slow down a bit. Uh, or change directions a bit, but not completely leave the workforce. And that's becoming very, very popular. So what do you have for us next? Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed our chat so far about, uh, you know, part-time work and semi-retirement, but let's change things up a, a little bit and um, um, talk about a, a very frequent concern that many of my clients talk to me about, and that's auto insurance. Okay, because as many clients age uh, and their driving habits change, they often ask me for advice on how to save money on their insurance. And so the first thing that older folks may want to look into is a mileage based reduction. Okay, and so if your workday included a long commute, chances are your odometer um, is turning a lot slower once you retire. And so many insurance companies offer a discount if your yearly mileage dips below about 7,500 miles. And as, as a comparison, you know, the average American drives about 12,000 miles per year. Okay. So that's a big reduction in, in you being on the road and you should get a discount as a result of that. Yeah, you should. Um, and I think that's really important. And obviously getting a discount helps. That's nice. And you really need to look at that. I mean, uh, as we've talked about on previous shows, when it comes to auto insurance, don't hesitate to shop around to get that best deal possible. Definitely. And, you know, the next potential money saver with uh, car insurance is increasing your deductibles. OK, and uh, though certainly not the best option for everyone, a higher deductible could keep more money in your account month to month. Because if, if you raise your you know total deductible to $500 from $200, um, it could slash your, your, your cost of collision and comprehensive coverage by as much as 30%, Tony. Wow, that's a lot. And that's a big distinction. So the last thing you want then is a, a much higher bill after a fender bender. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, while many folks tend to be underinsured, some people are in fact way overinsured, okay? And um, if you fall into that category, Ditching the unnecessary insurance is essential. Uh, for example, if you if you own more than one car, you don't need to have coverage for a rental car if one of them ends up in the shop, right? Right. Because you have that extra car. Now, furthermore, if your car is old enough that an accident would probably mean that you have to replace it rather than fix it, you shouldn't be carrying um, you know expensive collision coverage on that vehicle. Now, at the same time, think before you act because comprehensive coverage also covers things like theft, vandalism, and weather damage. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So uh, obviously you want to make sure you have the coverage you need, uh, but uh, maybe get rid of some you don't. And like with anything else in our financial lives, when it comes to auto insurance, take your time, do your homework and make thoughtful decisions, right? Definitely. And, and homework is key because, you know, um, there's many things that are going to come up with specific insurance policies and, and just doing a little bit of research can help you. And um, for things like this, you know, um, you should uh, also consider bundled policies. So if you have an auto insurance, um, you know, policy through one company, a homeowner's insurance through another and life insurance through still another company, you should uh, call each of them and discuss bundling it. Okay, because there's a very good chance that bundling is going to save you a fair amount of money. Okay, and and so that that could save you as much as up to even twenty percent. Um, and it's very likely that your preferred insurance company would be eager to help you come up with a, a money saving bundle if you gave them the opportunity. Right, and that's huge. So uh, that's good. It always bundle. I mean, you see the ads, but it, it does make sense. It has the advantage of you know, making paperwork easier too, because you're working with one company rather than two or three. Exactly. Consolidation, have everything in one spot is often uh, a very nice thing to do. Um, and, you know, the next thing I would note is that safety really, really matters. Okay. And um, if you have a couple of black marks on your driving record, you may save anywhere from 10 to 15% by working on improving that. And so that savings is often um, you know, available if you take a defensive driving course or install, tra uh, you know, tracking equipment that alerts your insurance company to dangerous driving conditions like excessive speed, cell phone use, uh, or sudden braking. Oh, okay. I think a lot of people don't realize how much then a spotty driving record can impact their insurance premiums. Well, yeah, and, and let's talk about some of those numbers now, Tony. You know, the, the average um, U.S. car insurance premium is about $1,700 this year, and uh, that premium can jump as much as $350 for a speeding ticket, okay, $700 for an accident, or $200 for lapsing coverage, and Yikes. up to $1,600 and almost double if you've been convicted of impaired driving. Oh, got it. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> Yeah, another thing you don't want. And uh, again, drive safely. Well, you know what? We're out of time. It's been a great show, Nick. Uh, what do you have for us before we go? Yeah, listeners, you know, if you have any questions about your financial strategy, I just really encourage you to visit my website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Or you can always reach out to us Monday through Friday here in the office at 541-773-9567. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented 
are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.